back in my comfortable seat. I was all dressed up and uh, went to the ball yesterday. Man, did I have a ball. It was so much fun. Hopefully you all enjoyed um, the huddle yesterday. Uh, I know I did. I enjoyed that huddle. (laughs) Yap is a really cool dude um, doing some really cool things. And I had an absolute blast yesterday. It was cool to be in my shoes, in my position, looking at that next generation and what they know and what they don't know and how they're being taught. And uh, needless to say, save it, Jay, because I'm going to do that uh, as we go, as we get into the show. Uh, I want to talk about some of the things that I taught them, which is the entrepreneurial mindset and things they need to be looking out for. But before we get there, always like to shout out things that are happening to us. Mark, tell me about your night watching football. Yeah. So I got a surprise visit last night. So I love when, you know, things just adapt, adjust and overcome. Got a text that Tyquan Underwood was coming into town to do some recruiting in Miami today. And Mimi was picking him up from the airport. And I was like, I don't know where you guys are going, but come to the house. So we ordered some wings. I got the proper, uh, I got the proper alcohol prepared and we sat down and, and we had a boys night last night and we caught up. We watched football. We talked football. We talked life. We talked business. It was uh, it was a really great boys night and just good to be around, you know, quality people like, I, you know, I wrote about it in my post. But like the bond that Taekwon and I share, how we created that bond, the place that we were in, where he was at in his career and where I was at in mine. That just doesn't go away. And it doesn't matter how long it's been since you've seen somebody. You just pick it right back up. And it just leads to really fruitful conversation, which is, you know, food for the soul. Food for the soul. I love it. Um, Speaking of food for the soul, good for giving back and all that kind of stuff. um, Our man, Bob Goldfarb, who is definitely the best dressed man in the room. Always. Uh, Look look at him. Uh, He's uh, raising money for breast care, uh, breast cancer awareness. And so uh, really, really fantastic um, look at him in a pink suit. <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic. And the car, like, I want to see him get in that car. <laughs> like, oh, you know, the guy is just so set up. It's, well, it's like, a, it's almost like Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy mobile. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, it was a great day. I got to visit with Ed Dykes last night. Ed Dykes was wearing a gold farm. I walked in, I go, dude, I blew my mind. You're like, every time you see someone else wearing one, that one ups yours. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one. Got to get another one. <laughs> Got to get another one, you know. But um, in all seriousness, uh, for those who have been paying attention, we as a company made a commitment to one of my favorite entrepreneurs, Warren Struhl, to get re-engaged with his business. Um, I read a, a proverb. Uh, this is great. And the proverb is, is it possible to give away and become richer? Of course it is. Boom. Of course it is. Um, is it also possible to hold on too tightly and lose everything? Yeah. So in the spirit of gratitude, giving, uh, which we do every year, we do it with breast cancer. We do it for causes. We do it for people who have been good to us throughout the year. I give you licorice.com. Shay, show me all of the, I am surrounded by licorice, pretzels, so the diet shit is off, man. We're totally. We're they totally are delicious too. I mean, the, the pretzels that I had last Friday were absurd. 
like the kung yeah. pao pretzels and the uh, uh the sweet honey one i was like yeah, oh, sweet Lord. honey salted butter is <laughs> yeah. but you know it comes unbelievably packaged um in tubes this is what the pretzels look like um you can order them in sets of three in sets of six um what we if you are interested the reason why i'm doing that and you want to try it or you you want to have a conversation we've set up a concierge service the concierge service is let me know i'll connect you with somebody walk you through the whole site give you all the options tell you the top flavors and then if you are going to give gifts for the holidays, which we highly recommend that you recognize people that are good to you, um, licorice, it's a pretzels. Great gift to give. We got great feedback. We was it? It was two years ago that we did that, or was it last yeah. year? That we I did think it. we did it last year. Back to back, back to back, back to back, and we always get great feedback from people. Oh my god, this licorice is so good. They love the look of it, so it's a great gift to give. And, and then, in the spirit of innovation. They have completely rocked my world, and they came up with something called Popsters. Really cool trade dress. This is what it looks like when it gets shipped. A box of six of these, and basically it is a piece of popcorn wrapped in caramel, drip drizzled with milk chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> Out <laughs> like what? I'll hammer that entire box immediately. <laughs> like, oh, so. keep it away from the house, please. I'm those so are limited. Worried. Those are limited time run. I'm so. I'm like licking the inside of the container from Lori's uh, peanut brittle. It's like I don't. There's like dust in there, and I'm like, can I just snort this? Or like, what, what do I do with the rest of it? So uh, D or anybody in here. Um, let me know. I'll set you up with Kobe, who is our, what a great name. Kobe is our concierge. He will reach out to you, walk you through it. If you want a sample, he'll send you samples. Um, so um, anybody will have Kobe reach out to you. We'll be talking about this throughout, but it's really, uh, and the name of the company is called Goat Foods. So uh, they are constantly going to be innovating and giving great food for gifts. So shout out to all them. Uh, there's a couple of flavors, as Mark said, in pretzels that are amazing. Shay, wake us up. Let's go. We got a lot of shit to talk about. So um, I said, you know, yesterday was a celebration of the entrepreneurial mindset. Got a lot of feedback on the song that I used my way. I got another doozy, motivational entrepreneur music. Give me Journey. She loves the love, yeah. Ooh, 
So this is the guy that's me, having fun, man. Tell, right, tell me other music that moves you like that. I mean, I know you're going to see Chris Stapleton tomorrow. I don't even know who that is, but does that music <laughs> move you the same way? No, I mean, I don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, he's a little bit more folk. You, you know the song with Justin Timberlake. Show up like that was one of your favorite songs. Yeah, the oh, one he did with. Okay. Yeah. I do know uh, Chris Timberlake. But he's a little bit more like folky. So, like, I don't expect him to show up like Journey and, like, jump out of the screen. Yeah. But, I mean, that to me, I don't know. Like, we saw when we saw um, Phil Collins. Like, he was sitting in a chair the whole time. But you could still feel his passion. You oh, still yeah. felt You still felt him through the microphone so like i'm interested to see you know but you could tell like watching that video of journey they're having a blast doing what they're doing so i want to dig into what happened yesterday it was really really exciting for me and by the way something's going on with linkedin i'm not really sure if you're seeing it or you're not seeing it jump over to youtube it's always good on youtube but our numbers are shattered so something's going on um so we had this time I uh, waited for everybody to get there and they had an exercise where they said the person across from you had to give your elevator pitch. So like I would point to Mark and Mark would have to give my elevator pitch. Complete disaster of an exercise. Nobody really did it. It was kind of cool. The point was how intently are you listening to other people and, and what are the takeaways from when you give your pitch? So I gave them three initials Got done, all these people, and they were fantastic. I don't want to shout them out individually, but they were, we went around, you know, they went around the table. Then I stood up and I wrote down three initials. Christian had to jump over. Good. Um, SSM. Anybody want to tell me what SSM is? As it relates to elevator pitch, to give as you more relates, context. Yeah, not SM. I mean, we're not going. And there. so, as we're waiting for people to see if they can answer those questions, it is a good time to remind people to head over to LinkedIn, right? Head over to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle channel, hit that subscribe button. In and then YouTube. if you get there in the morning, excuse me, YouTube, head over there, hit the subscribe button, and hit that like button, right? The more engagement that it gets, the more subscribers that it gets, the easier it will be to be visible. So help us out over there. Go over that way. And it's the best place to watch it. I mean, we love yeah. LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn for work. But YouTube shows up better consistently on a daily basis. And the reality is there's a lot of people that don't show up live that actually just watch it replays. I went to visit a friend last night who I would like to give a shout out to and ask for huddle prayers for him. A friend of mine, long time, one of the greatest salespeople I've ever met in my life is fighting uh, cancer and cancer is all around us. So group pray for my buddy, uh, Mr. Barry, please. But um, he watches them all on reruns. He sits right. there and like at eight o'clock at night, he turns it on and loves the, the downtime. Great, great way to do that through LinkedIn. Cause it's created all through a playlist for you. Right. Exactly. So, uh, so anyway, so SSM. So when you're talking about your business, SSM should mean short, sweet and memorable you know these people were on and on and on and, blah, 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 and lost me you know and i said and you know that's the formula and then i asked them what's the number one thing that all entrepreneurs can have that people buy 
We'll see if somebody somebody in the in the audience can can answer that question. But I want to go back to SSM for a minute because like I remember being young and being part of on the ball and going into these big things. And that's really where the conversation always started was, hey, let's go around the table and, you know, you guys tell me what you guys do. Right. Let's let's hear from everybody in the group what you guys do well. And you'd have people just rambling, you know, people like going off in every direction and not everybody was aligned on saying the same thing. And so that's always where the work started, where we would really crystallize a simple message, short, sweet, and memorable. That was simple that everybody could own that. The ultimate goal of that was to do what get somebody to go, well, how do you do that? Right? Like, Oh, that intrigues me. I'd love to hear more about that. And if you got them to do that, great. I just won because now I just earned the right to market myself to you and explain more about how we do it. So I love that. Yeah. So, you know, I told them, you know, the most important thing is to get another question. Have, you know, right. someone, you know, like, oh, okay. So they said, well, what's yours? And I said, you know, I'm in the business of working with um, founders, CEOs and entrepreneurs, helping them get 1% better every day. And they all were like blown away. They were like, holy cow, that's really good. And I said, what's the next question you would ask? Well, how do you do that? Great. Now we're in dialogue. So I don't have to give you the whole paragraph. I don't have to give you everything about me. But the one thing that people buy, and this is true for my career when I look back, it's very true of you and you as you're ascending. It's very true of everything deal I've ever invested in or any group I got involved in, you can not replace passion. Right. You don't have to, no, I don't care what you tell me. It could be the greatest. You, you know, you could tell me, Hey, I'm curing cancer. But it's, <laughs> yeah, you know what? We figured it out. We're like, yeah. <laughs> it, man. You know what? I know that when the shit hits the fan, which it will, doesn't it hit the fan all the time, Mark? Yep. When it hits the fan, the only thing you can rely on is passion to bring you through it. I love this. I want it. I'll do it. Yes, keep smacking me in the face. Keep shitting down my throat. I'll keep doing it because of that passion. So it was great to see these entrepreneurs. Let's give them a shave. You can post who they are, and I will tell you. Um... Okay, there we go. Wow. So uh, lots of really cool names, lots of cool logos. I will uh, name them Elizabeth Camacho, Rafael Ochoa, Isaac Hicks, Rosanna Cachato, Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Estrada, Kashan Frazier, who I will come back to, Edward McGovern, Latoya Stirrup, and Nicole Gates. A, a round of applause to all of you for being present, for asking the right questions, for taking advantage of the opportunity to listen and learn. And what I can tell you is that most of them from a sales and marketing perspective were lost, which is okay. Yeah. You know, when I was a growing entrepreneur, I had to figure it out myself. Yeah. Nobody around, you know, that helped me do that. This was great to be part of a program like this. And there's, um, yup. Showing well, I up. think that's the I think that's the thing that most entrepreneurs run into is that like and look like the sales training and the marketing training is so textbook and is so systematic and is so rooted in old school 
tactics that it's hard to come up with an idea and say, okay, I know I have a problem that I want to solve. And I'm going to go back to Yacht yesterday, right? Like I have a problem. I know the problem that I want to solve. I know how I want to solve it. And I, w- I know what's unique about it. But now how, I, how do I go create a business around it, which is ultimately how do I sell it? It's not you can you can have the greatest systems in place and you can produce the greatest product. But if you don't know how to sell it, then you don't have a business because there's no revenue. So understanding the difference between marketing and selling and like we talk about biz dev as opportunity creation, but that's what marketing is, too. Right. Like that's what the whole point of driving awareness about yourself and getting people to consider you is to create opportunities and then understanding how to convert those opportunities and consistently put it into a process. Nobody talks about it that way. When you taught it to me, I was like, nobody else is telling me that this is the way to do it. And you look like I, I did some research yesterday. Like I went into the challenger method, went in, I was watching and learning and there was doing a talk on it. And it's good, but the problem with it for me was, is they discounted the relationship up front. They said it's not important to build the relationship. It's important for you to show people how you can solve a problem up front. And I call bullshit on that. I call bullshit. Because there's so many people who solve the problem. These people were so programmed to get up and sell. And... You know, their elevator pitches were selling, presuming that there was a problem. Listen, you know, I tell them I get pitched all the time to buy, you know, like medical supplies. I'm like, what the, you know, you wasted your time, you know, when if somebody approached me to market to me one to one. And one of the guys, Raphael, was super cool. He puts, he has a couple of different things he's working on. One is he puts together this event Thursdays and Fridays in Miami. Uh, and all about Wagyu beef. And he serves drinks and a uh, little taste of Wagyu. And his pitches, nobody knows what Wagyu is. We teach him. Oh, yeah. and, and it was like, I said, dude, I, to me, it's like a threshold of like, what can you charge for a steak before someone goes, get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> it's like $150 an hour. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Just, you know. So it was interesting because I asked him, I said, you know, it was mixed female, uh, female and male. And I, for both, I said, does, you know, language bother you? You know, and they were like, oh, no, no, no. They were all in it. And so all of a sudden it got real with F-bombs. And, you know, but he so. created intrigue. You know what I right. mean? And I think that's the whole point of whether you're talking about your pitch and it's short, sweet, and memorable. The ultimate goal is to create connection and intrigue. Because if I can connect with you and create some interest, then we have the opportunity to have the conversation. And I think far too many people are, think about it as like, oh, well, it's this automated machine that I just need to get the message in front of people enough amount of times. And they lose out on the basic philosophy of what you're trying to get somebody to do. So I, I, I told them really into taking all my thoughts and putting them in acronyms. I like you know, so SSM was one and, you know, Ford for the way we, you know, post content. But I really got him with RPD, like RPD, RPD, you know. And I said, when I look back and, and this is really some of your thoughts, your thoughts merged with mine. But when I think back on success, and this is what I spoke about in my TED talk, relationships stand way in front of all of it, but then creating a process to gain those relationships and being disciplined. So relationships, 
process and discipline. If you live your life by RPD, good things will happen. I'm not sure when, you know, and that's the patient side of it. But if you're willing to do, take a process. And so what I told them, I wrote them the number 1200. Um, Laura, Lori, if you, if you don't know what Ford is, get back in the videos, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on, you're you're spending too much time cooking meatballs. Lori, I'll send you a message to tell you what Ford is. But I, I wrote the number twelve hundred on the board, and they go, like, oh, "What's twelve hundred? And I go, "My suggestion is you find a way to meet, greet, and build a relationship with twelve hundred people this year." And they were like, "Dude, there's no way. I'm too busy. I'm that beep beep ba boop ba ba ding ding." I said, "Okay." So um, let's go off that number for a second. If I asked you to make five friends today, could you do that? They're like, yeah, that's, that's doable. Not, okay, good. We all agree, right? Five a day, 25 a week, 100 a month, 300 a quarter, 1,200 a year. Oh, oh, my God. I said, if you meet and greet and build a relationship with 1,200 people, I don't give a shit what you're selling. It will be, you will be great at it. <laughs> You will, yeah, you will find success. And this is where I'll leave it today. If you looked at that process and said, how many of the 1,200 in your business do you need to actually do something with to have like an impact year? For you, what's the number? 20? Yeah. 30? Right. right? 30 of 1,200? Do the math, man. Right. <laughs> it's, it's less than you know 10%. Is 120. You know? so I mean, that like, to me is every time I discipline myself to getting back to the process and getting back into it and I feel it work and I and I get back to, OK, I'm back to having conversations. I'm back to starting and, and creating the spark for conversations and I stay in that work. It's the best. There's there's nothing because, you know, that it's so good and so genuine. And like this is where like I don't really care about the no's. I don't really care about the people that aren't responding to me because I'm so focused on getting to people and getting to them the right way that the yeses just start to trickle in. And then it's like, great. Yep. 1030 on Wednesday. Yep. Three o'clock on Friday. Yep. That. Yep. Yep. And so you just start filling the calendar up with new conversations and it's exciting because you don't know what's going to come from it. Like had a, had a, had a virtual coffee yesterday that led to me getting introduced to somebody but I didn't go in with that expectation. I went in because he was a knoll and he's got a business here in Boca. And I was like, dude, tell me about what you do. And I had a great conversation and bang, that led to an introduction. But just doing the work of getting to the right conversations at the right time is the fun part. So, you know, when you have the process, when it derails, it's so much easier to go back to it and say, OK, right. if I just focus on virtual coffees, that rhythm, that most, and then all of a sudden, shh, something comes from nowhere and lands on your plate. And you go, wow, that was lucky. Bullshit. No, I'm focused on the process. I'm allowing good things to happen to me. So thank you to that whole group. They were great. I'm making a few introductions for them. <coughs> for a few of them, it was super fun. Thank you, Yacht, for having me. If you have me again, I'll definitely do it. It was super cool. Everybody go. Have a great time. Um, sign up on LinkedIn, uh, sign up on YouTube because obviously LinkedIn had a problem. Some got it, some didn't. What a mess. See you Monday morning. Let's get down. Please don't worry about me. Sir, sir.
I'm about to let my heart speak Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million 